Welcome to the Dadability Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the support and empowerment of all disability dads to learn from each other by sharing our successes, struggles, and everything in between. On today's episode, I chat with Russ Anderton, dad to 15-year-old Cade. Russ shares his experiences about getting comfortable to open up, learning how to be vulnerable, and tackling guilt. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Dadability. I'm joined today by Russ Anderton. Russ is a dad to Cade, and he's kindly joined us today to, to have a chat and share his story. Russ, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. Thanks for having me. No, pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Um, Russ, do you want to start by just telling us a little bit, um, a little bit about, your, your, you know, about Cade, about yourself and, and uh, life as a dad? Sure thing. So, um, yeah, as Rob said, um, father to Cade, who is 15 now, um, he has a diagnosis of autism as well as intellectual impairment. Um, not the sort of news that you're looking for. Uh, 15 years ago, didn't certainly wasn't on the radar for us. Just, um, you know, he's our third, third child. So, um, but luckily my wife was, um, Jez, she was, she was onto it fairly early that, you know, there was something a bit different going on with him. Um, you know, the, the mothers are always the ones closest, you know, in those early, early years. So she twigged fairly, fairly quickly that, um, he was a bit different to the other two boys. And, um, that, that started us on the journey, um, that we've been on for 15 years now, you know, going through the whole gamut of what's going on, getting diagnosis, getting second opinions, cause you don't want to believe what you're hearing. And then, you know, and then realizing that the diagnosis doesn't, really give you any answers because um especially with autism every single kid is different so um the tag that they get given doesn't doesn't really help you a lot at the end of the day it gives you a word that you can throw around and use as an excuse or Mm, mm. try and um try and justify a few things but yeah so back back in the day it was certainly, as it is for everyone, I suppose, a, a life-changing uh, thing that 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 came about. Totally, mate. And 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 just, I mean, fifteen years ago. When was Kay diagnosed? How old was he? Um, he was probably well. We knew there was something pretty much even before he was born um, on one of his uh, scans. The the. The, on the ultrasounds, you know, the lady was like, oh, I'll just let you know, he's got a pretty big head, you know, which <laughs> no mother wants to hear <laughs> before childbirth. <laughs> but, um, like, that was the first thing is he had this diagnosis of macrocephaly, which is, just means big head. That's all it yeah. means. And yeah. it wasn't a big deal because, you know, we were told, oh, he, you know, he'll grow into his head, you know, which, which, he, <laughs> certainly, which he certainly did. Um but, you know, pretty much, I think a formal diagnosis, maybe it's three, three, maybe a bit before, yeah. but we certainly yeah. had him in, certainly had him in therapy right from the get-go. Yeah. We had him physio at the hospital when he, you know, and, you know, delayed development all the way through and that continues yeah. to, to today. He didn't, 
he didn't stand up on his own two feet and take a step till he was three years old. Wow. Um, that sort of, you know, gives you a pretty good insight into just how, how, how far behind in that, in those milestones that he's been. Yep. 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 Wow. But having said that, I still remember the day he stood up and <laughs> we, we got it on video and it, you could see the joy in his own face. Like totally. He stood up and he smiled and he clapped himself. And yeah, it was just, a, it was good to finally get one of those proud dad moments with him. So Totally. And they say, yeah. I mean, you know, I've only got, I only got three years compared to your 12 months. It's obviously the, 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 everything means more, right? Because it's harder and they've, you know, and the development and the, it's harder. Everything means more, um, which, you know, sounds like I can just imagine that, that joy on his face, mate. I've, yeah, yeah. I've seen that look in Leo's eyes. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one, huh? Yeah. So, so, mate, yeah, so that, that, that was the start. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ross, back then, mate, I'm curious, back then, um, you know, information, support, you know, it was just, very, it was a very different ball game. Like things have, better more recently so i can only imagine you know hearing hearing that's going to throw someone at the best of times mate but for from from a dad's point of view uh in terms of dealing with the diagnosis and wrapping your head around it and, and all those types of things mate what, what what was that like for you um i think i probably just threw myself into my work a bit yeah um to be honest um yeah. So, you know, Jazz and I have always been pretty tight. Um, so, but, you know, looking back on it, there was a, probably a fair bit of um, me letting her talk to me about it, but probably not reciprocating all, as much or, yeah. or opening opening up as much as I probably should have. You know, I was trying to be the strong one, you know, be the yeah. typical, typical yeah. strong husband or whatever. But yeah. I think I probably threw myself into my work a fair bit um, to, just to try and I think I felt like I had to probably achieve a little bit more because I was going to probably be asked a little bit more of myself yep. later on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, and there wasn't, NDIS wasn't a thing. Um, yeah, there was wow. Autism, there was Autism Queensland, which had a little bit of, they gave you a little bit of funding and, and, you know, they gave you a book with contact details for different organisations. And, um, you know, there was a few things around. Um, there was a early childhood development program that Cade went yep. went into. And, yep. you know, just, just extending on from that, he, you know, then he went to um, a primary school that was a special school. Okay. And now he's in a high, he's in a different high school, He's uh, which is also, you know, primarily a special school. So, yeah. He's he's gone through what I'd consider the normal channel for a child of his yeah. uh, abilities. Yeah, you know we we've always wondered whether we could, you know, throw him throw him into mainstream and you know because that they have the extra support these days. But yeah, I just yeah, it's still not it's normal normal skills still not at that level for him. So yeah, yeah, no, it makes but sense. Certainly, yeah. Back then it was. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of people to talk to or that we knew. Uh, absolutely, yeah. mate. It makes it mm. makes it very hard to. I know that much has changed from a, from dad's point of view. Yeah. Certainly, there's more information around. But um, so what 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 was something that stood out to you, mate? I suppose you know, moving on from those um fr- from the earlier days, like 
do you remember a couple of moments as a dad where you kind of felt like um something was was too hard for you or you're, you're struggling with something a lot or something you know was any turning points for you as you were navigating it all <laughs> so many um <laughs> i guess we we were still a young family at that time um yeah so you know we were at, during that whole growing up period we were you know i, I was trying to you know work my way through through my work you know do do yeah. the best i could there and at the same time we were trying to build a house which we 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 did a lot of that sort of work ourselves and there was there was you know lots of points where you just wonder why you why you're doing you know doing all this stuff and you know you it it was such a hard balancing act if you weren't especially for me i don't know whether it's a normal male thing but when you do something you pour everything you've got into that one thing that's right in front of you. I'm not, I'm not real good at um, chopping things up into little segments and spreading yeah. myself out. So, yeah. you know, when I'm at work, I'm at work. And then when I'm at home, like back in the day, you know, working on the house, I'm working on the house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, but we've still got, we, at the time, we still had two other boys that were growing up and, you know, that's one of the worst things, hardest things is they missed out on so much. Yeah. You know, the, all the attention was on Cade. You know, he's the one that needs the help. He's, you know, and even when you got away from that, he's the one that needs help. Yep. Just, yep. just himself reminded, <laughs> soon reminded you that, yeah, he does actually need the help. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. oh, that that was one of the hardest things was just, and it, and didn't notice it as much at the time but you know looking back on those years yeah the the two older boys really missed out on a lot yeah it's a tough scenario mate i mean i've you know um i've got riley and he's in a similar boat but um again it's i think for anyone uh listening that's got you know other other kids as well older younger um you know it, it does take it certainly takes time I, I know from my personal experience it takes time away from from them they just you know command attention you know so mm, yeah um yeah it's a tough time mate what did you so so i suppose how did you <laughs> how did you learn to um to kind of you know work through you know pouring yourself into work and, and giving 100 percent there and also then trying to split your time between the other boys and Cade and yeah yeah well i made lots of mistakes that's for sure of course but, um, mate. of course i mean i got to a stage i got to a stage at work where I was responsible for a fair, fair lot of people at work, and um, I just didn't have anything in the tank when I got home, and so, so I took a big step back from work. When I, I, I possibly it was pretty close to a crumbling point, but I never crumbled. Yep. But yep. I got to the point where, and where you know, it was like, oh, I just can't do this. I can't yep. put in at work like I am and come home and and yep. and have. I'm not the come home and sit on the couch and yep. <laughs> grab a beer and relax sort of person. So I stepped, I took the decision, conscious decision to step away from work a little bit, yep. um, which made a huge difference. Um, and just learning to actually just through self-development, I suppose, um, getting pushed around a lot by my wife um, <laughs> learning to actually open up and talk about things and not, yep. and understand that, um, understand that 
um, it's okay not to be the strong one and it's totally. okay to be angry and it's okay to be sad sometimes. That, totally. that was a pretty big, big thing for me because I grew up in a family where I had a wonderful upbringing, but there wasn't a lot of um, honest emotion in the yeah. household. So yeah. it was something that I, I definitely had to learn. Um, so that was, that was a big thing, just, just learning to lean on someone else and learn how to be vulnerable instead of, instead of just being the, the big man all the time. Mate, it's, it's such an, it's, it's, yeah, it's fascinating you say the word learn because I, I think you're right, mate. I think there's so many people, you know, like yourself in that situation, they just, it's never been uh, either accepted or the environment you've grown up in, it wasn't kind of, you know, welcomed and, and you're right, mate. It is, it's, it's so easy to kind of get yourself to a state where it's, it's if you're angry or you're upset or you've just you have a moment like we're all human right and i think it's um even for uh for carers for people that you know have got um autistic sons like we do like you, you kind of feel you feel like you can never say you know that it's too hard or you or you've or you've cracked it because that's mm-hmm. um you know that's that's almost showing you know it's like a weakness right it's almost showing that it's yeah, yeah we, we shouldn't be we, everything's always got to be okay and under control because if we don't have it then what chance do they have but really it's um i think as you said you just got to learn somehow to be able to um be vulnerable and know that it's okay to have those moments and it doesn't doesn't reflect any better or worse on you as the dad and partner right it's just that's just human that's fine yeah yeah, yeah that's right and and you know just <laughs> Yeah, it's you know part of I guess personal development. Like how you, I don't know how you'd how you would continue on this journey that you know we've both yeah. been on with without without those words coming along and and you know without you without growing within yourself. Like you can't you can't be this you know this pole in the ground that everything has to move around. You, you know yeah. you've got to you got to dance around with everyone else and, yep. you know, and the thing with being a man is when, you know, quite often we're so used to when we do show emotion, the only one we show is anger, yeah. you know? So yeah. le- learning all that other stuff is, is, is pretty hard. And it, it's something, um, I, I don't know if you've spoken about it already, but like, um, you know, when, when the kids start going to school, all the mothers start clicking and talking and, yep. you know, they have coffee and they do all that stuff and they, you know, a lot of them are there for each other and talk about their problems. But I'm pretty sure it was you that said, you know, the guys don't do that. Like, yep. you know, yep. we might be there for the sports day or drop the kids <laughs> off and pick them up, but yet we don't go over to another dad that we don't know and, you know, introduce ourselves and, and, ask if we're doing all right or, you know, totally. do you want to have a drink? We just don't do that sort of thing. Totally. Totally. No, that's, it's, um, it's something that I've seen. And again, I've only, it's only three years into, into, into my journey, but it's certainly something I've seen. That's, you know, I think, you know, the more people can hear from guys like yourself um, that have had to learn, learn, you know, mm-hmm. in many respects, probably the hard way to, to be that person and be comfortable and share your story like you are now. And, and be vulnerable. I, I'm I'm curious, Russ. Like, was it was it Jez? Was it um, was she the one that you found yourself comfortable to open up to, or was it someone? You know, was it mates? Was it work? Like, who 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 was it that you actually felt comfortable to talk to? 
Oh, well, it was definitely jazz to start with, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, slowly as... Um, as people um, that I worked with came over time to understand my circumstances, you know, eventually a few of them, you know, they would actually ask, oh, you know, how's everything at home? You know, how's, yeah, how, how's Cade? You know, let, let, you know, if you need a chat, you know, let me know. And so it was a very gradual thing, but yeah. over time, um, and, you know, I haven't been a rock. I've, <laughs> I've had to go and get help, professional help, yeah. Um, a couple yeah. of times when, when things have sort of felt a bit too much and I didn't, luckily I had already learnt by that stage how to talk to people and open yeah. up. So yeah. I was able to really, I guess, capitalise on, on a fairly short amount of time spent with a professional. So yeah. I didn't have, didn't have to go through that whole learning how to open up part cause I'd already done that. So yeah. Yeah, luckily. So, mate, and it's such a like I commend you for doing it. It's very brave to do, mate. And I think you know this should be, it should be normalised for people to you know, you know, like dads like us. It's it should be just seen as as part of the part of the journey, right? To learn and to grow as your as your son or daughter grows, and then to 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 get help because how are you supposed to know? how to how to how to manage everything and how to cope with everything that's that's mm. new and playing out in front of you and there's no there's no manual for it right so to think that you could get through the whole thing without any kind of help from someone is crazy but yet it's it's kind of what people try i guess so um what mate what did you uh, and good on you for actually you know being able to articulate i think what you're saying is you're able to open up and say you know to, to the professionals how are you feeling and what's going on, which obviously then helps you get more out of it. But what, what did you think is the, the, the kind of skills or things that you've learnt from, from either those sessions or, you know, when you look back at what you've been able to, the difference you've been able to do and how you've, you know, wiser, what, what are mm. those things, mate, that you think as a dad that, you know, others would benefit from, from understanding? I think um, trying to, I think one of the, things that's important is to maybe give up on your fixed ideas on what you think the outcomes should be in certain situations and just learn to go with the flow a bit more because you know like I think I don't know I don't I don't get into psychology too much but I, (laughs) I I think we we in a certain aspect where I don't know, we're probably trying to play out our our own childhoods a bit and recreate things. And, you know, especially with a child on the spectrum that, that a lot of that stuff's just not going to happen. And yes, you waste so much energy trying to mold a situation into getting the outcome that you had when you were a child. Yeah. And it's, and, and you either miss the point of whatever was happening or yeah, I don't know. Like, you've just got to be a lot more flexible and just be a lot more present. You know, be be mindful about what you're doing a lot of the time, and um, yeah, take yeah, a lot it's... of deep breaths. <laughs> <laughs> take a lot of deep breaths. Yeah, I mean, is that um, from a from a when you when you push to the limit, Russ? Have you found something that's worked really well for you? Like, to, as you said, like take a deep breath. Is it is it is it that? Is there something that's helped you make sure that you're in your best state of mind? Oh, d- definitely. So like 
meditation is a big thing for me. Um, yeah. That's you know part part of a a daily practice, and yeah. you know we call it a we call it a practice because you do it every day <laughs> because you're practicing because yeah. no one no one's perfect. Totally. So that's you know definitely part of it, and the the big part of that is trying to bring it into the everyday life. It's yep. you know it's pointless you know sitting in a dark room doing whatever you're doing if you can't take something out of that into the yep. real world so you know clear, clear clearing your thoughts clearing your emotions while meditating and then even trying to be impartial and yep. impartial when you when you look back on situations as well yeah yep. um is is a big is a big thing so it's you know gaining a different perspective on something that's happened um you know i'm a bit of a thick head sometimes it takes me a while to get the message so <laughs> um <laughs> um so you know just the way saying oh yeah i planted that seed two weeks ago or whatever so <laughs> sometimes sometimes it takes a while and and that, that in those quiet moments that's when i get that's when everything sort of clicks into place a yeah. lot of the time so yeah yeah, yeah definitely uh, yeah it's um it's funny you say i mean i've, I've only recently kind of taken up meditation as well from having tried it for years and never been able to do it but i think what clicked for me is the is as you said it's the reason why you're doing it and i think the stakes were so high i just had to be able to control my mind to be able to stop taking things so personally and and stay in the present and that's what for me i think you're saying that is like that's that's one of the benefits you're saying right it's it's um being impartial not judging but also being able to stay in the in the present in the situation so that you're not I don't know, not not overthinking it or beating yourself up or just just yep. been able to be able to cope with the everyday kind of challenges that throw themselves because you just got to be ready for it, right? You just don't know, and if yeah, 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 meditation absolutely. Helps. It it just sort of I find it just creates that little bit of space between. Yeah, agree. You know that that once once you get that little bit of space in a situation, you know you're observing more than taking part sometimes and. You, you can see things for what they really are. I mean, you, totally. you had that acronym, that stop, you know, that's, yep. that's it's really clever that like to, to be able to, the good thing about that is if it's not something that you've practiced a lot, you've got those words that'll help you take you through the steps to get you there. So yeah. Um, yeah. Like it just creates that space so that you can, you don't end up down the rabbit hole of <laughs> whatever, whatever craziness might be going totally. on at the time. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. I mean, for me, I always like to say, like, you've got a certain amount of willpower or control over your mind, you know, and if you've had a tough day, tough, you know, it's been, things have been building up and, and eating into that, then, you know, you, you, you're not able to deal with, you're not as resilient to be able to deal with things. Um, yeah. So very true, mate. Very true. Um, is there anything else that you've learned as, as a dad, mate, Kate's 15 now. So what, Anything else that you've come from you, I suppose, more more recently? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, 50, with fifteen comes all the other stuff that yeah. comes with normal fifteen year olds. That's, that's a whole nother episode. That one. Oh man, it's going to have to be that one. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a new journey for us. We've yeah, just started yeah, on yeah. that one. So <laughs> yeah, it's um, we're certainly certainly. Um, grateful for having ndis funding to help with that part of it because yeah it's 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 another yeah it's its own challenge so 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that's another episode. That's that. another episode, mate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But I um, mean, I. I I know, I know our time's sort of running out a little bit, but yeah, you're right. What, what, one of the things I did want to say, and we did speak about this before, was yeah. Um, when when you, when when you asked me to to if I would do this, and I was like, yeah, for sure. And you know, I started thinking about all the things, all the little lessons, and all the all the dramas that I'd been through, you know, on this on this journey so far, and trying to trying to work out what I wanted to get out there and. All, all, all the different subjects and all the different things um, that had been really hard for me, they all seemed to come back to the same thing, which, which was um, they all seemed to come back to having guilt, okay, and and feeling guilty and and I'll just give you a couple of examples. Like, yeah, um, it it doesn't well it doesn't really matter. Everything seemed to come back to guilt at some stage. So, you know, you you spend you all this energy you you want to make everything about improving your your child's life giving him the best shot um you know and you you do you're doing all this stuff and then you might you know things might be cruising along and you might go and do something for yourself and you know you're enjoying it whatever it is it could be as simple as going and having a cup of coffee by yourself yep. because you just need that time or yep. Yep. you know for me I'll go and go and play some songs or, you know, play the guitar for a bit. And then, then your mind starts going, Hey, what are you doing? You being a bit selfish, you know, like you really should be, you know, playing with Kate or you, you know, you should yep. go and check on jazz or, you know, why don't you ring the other boys? And, you know, you don't see them very often, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. and then it starts, you know, and it, it, you know, it just keeps popping up, keeps popping up, you know, like, I'm, I turned 50 this year and as a, as a present to myself, I um, spent some money on a, a functional medicine um, journey of my own. So just, just to get extra healthy, yep. like nothing physically wrong with me, but, you know, it's money and it's time and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, here I am spending money on myself uh, to get even healthier when, why aren't we, you know, and it kicks in again, the guilt, you know why aren't you doing this for Cade? You know, why don't you do this? Yeah. And yeah. Th- sometimes, you know, you really do have to look after yourself in order to be able to look after those around you. So, um, you know, we, we could talk about guilt for, for, forever. I yeah. Think. But just, you know, if, if there's one bit of advice I could get out there is don't let that guilt talk get you down and, and, and you know, make it so that, hundred percent of your life is devoted to this child that has this diagnosis because you know you've got to, you've got to look after the people around you but you've got to look after yourself as well so um, don't feel guilty if you need to go for a jog at the park by yourself or you know don't feel guilty if you want to go to bed early <laughs> yeah so you know um, I'm sure you've found the same thing. Oh, mate, I, I, I think it's um I think you're talking about something that's so relatable to, to, to every every dad in, in our situation. I think it's um it's only natural, right, to your head to, to go that way as a as a parent you already think that way and then when you're 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 a carer as a parent you you, you just yeah, amplify it all. So mate, I completely mm. I completely uh understand what you're saying because I've had those thoughts as well and I, I think you're right, mate. I think it's um 
it's very easy to think of and it's very easy to put yourself to the bottom of the list and uh, do everything for uh, for Kate in your situation, for Leo and mine, and, and, and then and then our wife and then the other kids and then you, you, you're lucky and then work and then you're lucky. If, um, it's, but, yeah. it's, but, you know, as someone said to me very early on in this journey, they said, it's, this is, um, this is not a month or for a week, you know, like if it was that kind of length of time that you were, you know, in this type of caring role and you had these an additional kind of, you know, uh, challenges, then you'd probably get through it. This is for, this is life. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is a long, yeah. this is a long game. So if you want to be there at the end, if you want to make sure that you've got, you know, enough juice in the tank to get there, then you, you can't ever feel guilty about taking, you know, some time for yourself to make sure that, you know, you're in an okay headspace physically, mentally, mm. you know, otherwise it, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. I know for myself, like whenever I'm, I suppose less than thrilled with my response uh, to a situation or um, can't cope as well. If I think about what I've done for myself, the chances are it, it's been pretty ordinary. Um, mm. And that's, you know, so I think it's, it's, but that's tough, right? You've, I'm sure you get, make sure that you're doing something for yourself and vice versa. Like you have to, you have to hold each other accountable to doing it because otherwise it, it can easily be missed. Right. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and and you know you got a new you got a new album to record, mate, on that guitar, and you got your functional <laughs> medicine, so it's not going to do itself. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for sure. Nah, oh, that's good, mate. That's good. And listen, um, last one, mate. It's been really great to talk, mate. The last one. I mean, I think sometimes we talk about all the, I suppose, uh, all the challenges a little bit too much. I'm 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 really curious. There, there's a whole lot of things that that I suppose you love about you know Cade and his abilities and, and you know what he loves doing or what you love seeing mm. him do and who he is becoming as a as a young man like what what are some of those things mate that you that you love about Cade I think I think the 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 the, the easiest thing um is the fact that he's just got so much love to give um yeah. You know, he's he's always up for a for a hug or a cuddle, or <laughs> he's always he's always doing the little heart thing and sending out sending out the, like um, the little heart shaped loves to us and things like that. So he's that's cool. He's, yeah, so he he's he hasn't lost that as he's as he's hit his teenage years, which yeah. which is good. Um, and he, he he loves music and he loves dancing and stuff. So. Um, it's good to see him engaged in something. Um, yeah. Uh, and just, just, you know, when, when he's doing it, he, he, he is lost in the moment, which is just great to see. So um, it's, yeah, he, he's definitely got a golden heart and he, he likes yeah. to help. Um, unfortunately that help is pretty <laughs> frantic and <laughs> frantic and erratic a lot of the time. So, um, but um yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, we're we're still only getting started on this journey with him. So um, hopefully, over the next few years, um, with continued help from you know friends, family, and yep. NDIS, we can yep. we can transition him into some some form of independent living. So yeah, that's 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 our that's what we've got the the go, the that's our goal at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because you know he's fifteen, by the time he's eighteen. Hopefully, 
he'll have some sort of avenue to be in a share house with like-minded yep. people. And, yep. and yeah, I mean, he has the right to, to, to live that life. So totally. yeah, totally. Mate. And then, then that'll be another, that, that'll be another journey for us again. Cause <laughs> we'll, we'll have, we'll, you know, we'll have been, we'll be missing the thing that we've put 99% of our time into all of a sudden. So, yeah. Oh mate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna need to get. I'm gonna need to get someone on the show who's done that, and so we can all understand how the hell we get through that. So yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <Soon>. mate, <laughs> yeah, it's it's great to hear. It's great to hear. You know what 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 he loves, and and you know, I love the fact he's got a golden heart. It's it's, and I think I I just I, yeah, I think like yourself, mate. You just there's so much you can learn um, when you pay attention. Uh, they you know they. Cade sounds like he appreciates, you know, being stuck in that moment. You know, it's it's one of the it, Leo's the same. The most mindful. He's like a monk sometimes with how he how he kind of rolls through certain things. Just the amount of yeah. attention they pay to enjoying everything, and I think that's um. There's a lot of lessons in that for us as well. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Good stuff. Well, thank you, mate. I appreciate your time. Um, thanks for sharing uh, your story. It's been great to to hear it, and, I'm, and I know I know that there's going to be a whole lot of guys out there that um, that uh, it really resonates with, mate. So, um, yeah, thanks once yeah, again, Ross. Oh, you're welcome, and and thank you for um, doing what you're doing. Because yeah, without you, I don't think uh, these conversations would be happening. So. I'd just like to acknowledge you for what you're what you're doing and putting yourself out there. So thank yeah. you. Uh, good on you, Russ. We've got to do it one one conversation yeah. at a time, mate. We're all in it together. So that's it. Yeah, good stuff. All right, mate. Thank right. you. Thank you. Cheers. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Dadability Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got something to share, some feedback, or something that just resonated with you and you want to tell me, please drop me a line at dadabilitypodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, be present, be brave, and be kind.